0: Welcome to Ed Talks with Dr. Vert, Tristan, and Jay. My name is James, better known as Jay. And along with me is my trusted compadres, the good Dr. Vert, Dwayne Wright, Tristan Crawford. And we are coming to you live and direct. We're looking forward to having a great show tonight. Our show tonight, the topic is the importance of networking and not burning bridges. And I believe the crew that we have on here is a prime example of how you can connect and keep connecting kind of introducing six degrees of separation as well. Um, just to give you a little bit of who we are, Dr. Wright and I met actually at Christian University in, in undergrad. Um, Tristan, I've known him my whole life, and I think he could say the same thing. You know, we've bonded from day one, and that's a whole other story for a whole nother day. But what I like to do is start off by introducing everybody and, and kind of giving a background about who everyone is. And if you if you guys don't mind, I'd like to start from the top. Um, Doctor Wright, do you mind um
1: telling the people who you are? All right. All right, my name is uh Dwayne Wright. Uh I'm also known as Vert. So Doctor Vert. Um I'm originally from York PA. Um I went to undergrad at Christian University. Jamie noted. Secondary day mathematics education, then went on to got a master's in curriculum instruction um, from Chris taught middle school, high school, then went on to do a doctoral, a PhD program at UGA, University of Georgia, and uh, Foundations of Education with an emphasis in history of education. Then, most recently, um, I taught in higher ed, you know, for about 15 years. And then, most recently, uh, finished a master's in uh, clinical medical health at Messiah College in uh, Pennsylvania. And I'm living in Atlanta, Georgia, doing some education consulting and uh, logistical work with uh, our family company, The Right Stuff Chicks. We also have an educational conference, teach your heart out, and a uh, nonprofit uh, pink Santa hat movement. So I'm um, married, got two kids, so we're here in Atlanta.
0: Man, don't let this good brother fool you, Vert. You make education sound fun, man. Um, you know, a lot of people don't look at education as as a good thing, but I can tell you from from my perspective, you made it. You made education cool. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, yeah. It, it, it's, it makes sense. I mean, it's it's been, you know, one of the sort of ways out, but also ways of just, you know, being a lifelong learner. Folks, you I mean, seem like you're always in school. I just like to learn new things and apply it to my life and adapt to the situations that I'm in. And, uh, and a lot of the education that I picked up I'm able to utilize today and then pass on. I'm pass on to my kids, pass on to others. Absolutely. <laughs> Tristan Crawford. Ew. Let the people know who I, you I, are. I,
2: how do I go after that, though, man? How do I go after <laughs> that first? You need, you need to reverse that. I need to go first, man. But I, so I received my uh, my undergrad, uh, criminal justice. i got a BS in criminal justice. Um, I'm currently enrolled um, in my master's program, master's in education. And I'm also a – I'm currently a um, – uh, trauma-informed teacher, uh, for seventh and eighth grade. As well as a high school basketball coach as well.
0: Man. Let me ask you, Tris, did you play basketball in high school?
2: Oh man, I, I loved it. I, I loved it. That was my very first love, man. What, basketball. Um had a had a great high school career, went on, had a had an amazing college career. Actually, um my the very first college that I went to, Cleveland State, is actually where I uh crossed paths with Burt. Um yeah. Really, so that was that was the very first time we crossed paths, and uh, Ver, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I know I told Jamie this uh, a few weeks back. Um, and I I met you eighteen years old, about eight, I was about eighteen years old, and up until that point, I didn't really. I, my mother bought me books. Um, she did a great job of getting me books, um, but I never finished the books. You gave me a book, The Forty Million Dollar Slave. That was the very first book. that was the very very first book that I completed as a man. Um and I read that from start to finish, man. I, I just never had the opportunity to thank you for that and I appreciate that book, man. Um and, and that started yeah. a path for me. Um yeah. a path of consciousness and, and just um yeah. just a, a, a better person, becoming a better person, a better father. Um and just and, being aware and, and then also spreading yeah. that knowledge as well.
0: Love. So,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Let me ask yeah. you Trish, yeah.
2: How many
1: athletes
0: did you do you know that graduated? You know, they went to they went to college to play basketball, football or some other sport, but they didn't graduate. Um
2: lots, man. I I, I do. I, I because the the issue that you have with this man as much as we want to we want to put emphasis on the academic piece college sports takes a toll on the mind the body people don't realize that man it it, so it's not a surprise that the numbers are as high but the flip side to that now i think that we have young educated men and women who are coming back now and spreading this knowledge and making kids where you need to complete that degree no matter when that is you need to complete that degree
0: yeah i commend you for for being a, a student athlete and, and a, a start word athlete at that and, and continuing on to, um, to complete college and not just complete, but you continue and got your master's degree, man. That's, that's commendable. Um, let me tell y'all my story of, of how we all connect and, I, and I'll connect the dots of all, all, all three of us in a second as well. So the year was 1994. I'm on the, the, a college campus for the first time alone, you know, with, with freedom. And I'm trying to find myself. So I initially went for computer science thinking that's going to be something phenomenal because I love computers. Um, I quickly found out that that wasn't the major for me. And so you ever hear that that, that story when in undergrad, your, your orientation? They say, look to the left of you, look to the right of you. Chances are they won't be here. Well, that was almost me. Because I was lost. I, I, I was going to class and stuff. But you all know that you can get into everything and anything in college, right? Everything is right at your fingertips. So I um, every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I happened to find this this, this good dude. His name was Bert. And this dude cooked a hell of a burger. And he always had great things going on at his crib. So... I quickly gravitated to his house, man, and I was always down there. Always the first one in line for, for the grub. Always the first one in line to holler at the ladies. And I thought that's what college was about, man. I had a great time my freshman year. You know, then I got the report card. My, re, my report card read 1.5, One point 5, five, which was not good. For you guys that don't know, that's almost failing. So fast forward to, to um, spring um virtue in the fraternity and so I was I was going to kick it with him. He was over in, in the the auditorium. Well well and I think it was an old man. Was the old man vert. you know, the, yeah, he was an old man and I'm sitting there just, just chopping up with him trying to get down with his fraternity. So I'm asking him, Hey man, how can I get down? And he asked me a, a, a question. He was like, yo why are you here? And I'm looking at him like, What do you mean? Why am I here? I'm trying to get down with your fraternity. And um the conversation got real, real quick, and he was like, "No, why are you in college? This is probably one of the realest conversations I've ever had in my life at this point, y'all." He was, and he broke it down to me. Tuition at that time was about twenty thousand, and he said, "You know, you at my house every single weekend, but I don't ever see you in class. You know, if you're here to party, you can party for free and just just drop out. Don't waste, don't waste your parents, don't waste your money. You know." That's a very expensive party. $20,000 is a very expensive party. If that's what you want to do, then go for it. But don't waste my time and yours. But if you're here to actually get, make something of your life, then let's get after it. And that was like an a, a, a aha moment for me, man. And that was, my, that was when I knew that this, this dude was about something. Um, high school, I skated through high school. I'm not going to lie. I, I had a good time, but it wasn't challenging for me. Um, college, I struggled because I did not know how to study. And it's because of of Vert and a couple other um, good people that that actually showed me how to study and how to pass. So I attribute a lot to what my my successes were at that time. And even now to this day, to, to this dude, this brother made education fun for me. And I've tried to instill everything that he's instilled in me to into other people as well. Um, As a result, I have two master's degrees. I have a master's in education, and I also possess an MBA, both from Strayer University, and I also am a doctoral candidate at Capella University. Um, So still trying to follow in his brother's footsteps, still trying to pass this dude, but I've also, I think I've instilled some good stuff into other people as well. I'm uh, the director of admissions at at a, a good institution here in Virginia Beach, and I also started a company called Emissions University. You know, so we are still, we're staying with, with the whole mental and model of East One, reach One, Peace one, one, which is kind of what he, he's instilled in me. And that's kind of how I want to kick things off with this whole podcast for today. So tell you how I can connect the dots. Y'all all know now how Bert and I are connected. Tristan is my brother, man. Like I, when I say I know, I've known him from day one. I literally have known him from the day he was born. And it's good to see that he's following in, in, in my footsteps if if you will, but he's created a, a a path of his own. Would you would you agree with that, Trish?
2: Oh absolutely. Absolutely. You were always something you were always someone that I looked up to. You know, from, from your style, everything, man. Like I, I was I was following I was following around for for a very long time at a very young age. You know, and um like I said, I, I, I contribute a lot of my success to your stepping stones and, and the foundation that you laid for and the standard that you laid for, for the males in our family.
0: Oh yeah. So let's, let's, let's talk about that for a sec. You know, you guys all saw the movie um with, with Denzel Washington when he was talking about, you know, if, if, if my, my brothers were um a, a hustler, I would have been a hustler, but if, if, if they'd have done something else, I'd have been something else. That's kind of how, a lot of people are especially in their freshman year, you know that they're looking for some type of mentorship and guidance. you know, do you guys remember what it was like your freshman year when you set foot on on your your, your campus?
1: yeah, yeah, well, I guess going you know back at Christtown in in ninety um having that same conversation, sitting in those auditorium the safer uh auditorium, look to the right, look to the left, and those folks may not be there. But it was a sister who sort of um, pulled me to the side. She's from York, uh, Michelle Cromedy. And uh, she gave me that same skill. Why are you here, Vert? And actually, so that she was telling me about not going to parties every weekend. She said, the biggest party is going to happen when you graduate. Mm. So she was telling me, you know, stay out of them parties every week and going down to the cliffs every Thursday. She said, get your books right. And then I, and then and then sort of to back up me pulling up on campus my freshman year, my mother, uh, you know, dropped me, mom and dad dropped me off. And my mom had this sign made, uh, like in graffiti, you know, and graffiti was like I was uh, just about six. to mention that. And uh and the sign was Why Are You Here? And I had to look at that and she like my roommate, he had like, you know, store brought Janet Jackson, uh uh posters and other things they would have in uh, you know, uh, the, the poster sales at college and my mom was like nah you hanging that sign up right by your bed she had to look at it every day so between my mom and, and then um michelle cromedy that sort of got me on the path Then i was on um the board of government scholarship so i couldn't lose that that was you know my, my bread and butter so i said i gotta i gotta do it i mean like you jamie I mean, high school was a breeze and i used to copy and stuff at lunchtime in high school but you know, I remember I got one of them flags my first semester, and that, that sort of <laughs> straightened me up. Not a, I out a flag, I out got a D, but uh, that thing straightened me up, man. And uh, so I said, look, I gotta maintain this this GPA, and um, and and do the, do what's necessary to to do what's necessary to graduate. So it was like old heads sort of pouring into me, and then that's all I was doing was just. You know, paying it forward to you know the young folks coming through because it wasn't many of us yeah. you know, on campus yeah yeah so we had to sort of sort of stick together. And when you see some young promising folks, you you know you try to pour into them. And even though you know, uh, you know we you're from Harrisburg or still, and I'm from York. I that that sort of seven one seven connection was there versus you know everybody being from Philly oh yeah or, or New York. So you know just trying to you know make sure the seven one seven folks sort of held their own. Um, at at, 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 in that space, so definitely you know pouring back into others as others have poured into me.
0: Let me tell you,
1: funny thing. So,
0: I I was thinking about that sign not too long ago. So my son is a senior this year, y'all, and he's going through the not so normal stages, which we're going to talk about tonight as well. Um, I have a sign made for him. He got accepted for to Norfolk State University, which is where he's been dying to go. Um, he's thinking it's going to be like a, a, a all on party for him, and I, I hit him with that sign, y'all. Why are you here? So guess what? That sign was posted up on my door, right? So if anyone that played um basketball at, at Still High, you knew they had this thing right before you walked out the locker room. It said Pride. Church, was that there when you were there?
2: It's still there, baby. I'm the head coach there now. It ain't I'm going trying there.
0: to tell you. So
2: on anywhere.
0: And listen the
2: whole mental of that is take pride in everything
0: that you do. And, and so I took that sign and said, why are you here? And that was in my dorm room, right over my wall. So I, instead of slapping the pride, I slapped that. Why are you here? That way it was a constant reminder that I'm not going to waste my time, energy or money, you know, and I and I want to do better.
2: Um, so I went to Cleveland with no one. I had, I had no one there. Um, Roommate from Michigan, um, his name was Victor. and um, and I had a, another roommate from Iowa, Waterloo, Iowa, named Frey Sean. and they just took me under their wings immediately. Like I, I, I wasn't a normal freshman coming in. Um, I was an athlete um, at a Division One school. There was no football team, so the the basketball team was the, you know, that was the money makers. Um, we stayed in downtown downtown loft in, in downtown Cleveland, Ohio. Um, literally about five minutes away from the the mall, right on what I believe it was like Euclid, might have been like second and Euclid. Second and yeah. Euclid. I think it was called uh, W T Grant was my uh, my my loft complex. Um, yeah, and. Uh, I mean, it was state-of-the-art, man. I mean, everyone – I mean, it was a lot of business people who lived in there. But like I said, the people that kept me grounded was my my roommates. They were – one was a junior, the other was a senior, uh, Fray, Sean, and Vic. And like I said, it was from the very beginning. It's like, hey, we're going to do this, 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 and this, and this is how this works. This is how this works. Um, But the good thing about being a college athlete, they provide structure for you. Everything's laid out for you. You know where you know where to be. You know what to eat. You know what to wear. You know um, it's your job to be mature enough to get to these things and be prompt. Nice. Um, and that can be challenging. I, I know. In high school, that was like the the number one thing. Everyone was like, "Man, you get to cause me time management. It's gonna be time management. I didn't have to worry yeah. about time management. They managed my time for me." <laughs> it was like, hey. Even five o'clock, even it's like five o'clock, then four thirty. You know, so um, you, you go to school all day. Then you got workouts in the morning before school. Then you got then you got school. Then you have more workouts, um, study hall. I mean, so like I said, my days were mapped out for me. Um, but what they didn't plan for was those nights.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, like that's <laughs> that's really when you're tested. When you have when you yeah. no longer have that structure. And you're provided with a lot of freedom And that's where Vic and Fray Sean came in um, They've been there Three or four years already um, And Growing up in Stilton um, We grew up Very versatile So yes. when, I, when, I, when, I, when I Went there with them man, It was, <laughs> it was amazing um, I, I did two years there in Cleveland I transferred to a school down to Georgia Now when I went to Georgia I went there again with nobody Nobody. Um, so I get down there. I just fell in love, man. And come to find out, the palm trees that I fell in love with when I went on the visit were planted. But I found that out like three years ago. <laughs> but um, I, I was there. Um, and at this point, I was a grown man. You know, I went down yeah. and just put my foot down. I laid the mark. Like, I'm, look, I'm, I'm coming here to be the man.
0: I'm here. You know, I'm here it's my side. You
2: know, I'm here. Anybody else can follow suit. You know, now, so. what school was you at, huh? What school? Uh, Austin State, South Georgia.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah. I went down there, um, but and I'm coming to a whole other place. Like I said, I, I was I I was grown at that point, you know, so I get down there, like I said, and um I made my mark from the very beginning. So I became that person that became People came to me for guidance. As people came in, it's like I'm like, hey, this is how things work. But I learned that from Victor and Frey Chong. They yeah. came in there. I came in there with open arms because I heard horror stories before I went to college. Like, oh, they're gonna do this and do that to you, and and it was nothing like that at all. Like, they, yeah. it was like this, like, oh, they're going, hey, she's going. It was all kind. And I'm like, oh, okay, we going, you know, let me, let me get my, let me make sure you know, get, <laughs> get my get my hands ready, you know. But yeah, it was nothing like that. Like I said, it was open arms. We all came from they, – they were from the Midwest, you know, from the East Coast. And it was nothing yeah. but love from the very beginning. So when I transferred to a school and I became that big dog, I did the same thing.
0: Yeah. And I think that was one of the beautiful things about um my, my freshman year experience as well, man. I walked into a, a group of people that were very welcoming. And, and they they weren't about the peer pressure. They they were about having fun, you know, when it was time to have fun. But they also – knew when it was time to get serious you know um i, I still talk to, to several people i mean Vert included I, I still talk to um terry i've talked to a couple of those cats still to this day i say i always say i met my truest friends when i went to college do you guys agree with something like that i,
2: I yeah, yes. yeah. I, I think that um i think that was the only time that you you weren't and when you go to when you go to high school or elementary you're in the same class and you rotate with, you're with the same class of kids yep. all yep. day all yep. year. and yep. still we were going 12 years of school together. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: like, like 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 my like I played on the state championship team. All five of us, all five guys on my team, all star all five starters went to school together. Except for one, went to school together from kindergarten up. Yeah. Like, you just don't see that as often anymore. And the fifth person came mm-hmm. to Stilton in fourth grade. So yeah. he pretty much went to school his entire life with this as well. Um, and that's what I will say. When you go, when you get to college, you you find people from all different walks of life. And
0: right.
1: what
2: happens, you naturally, like we're, we're, humans are naturally friendly people. Like, we naturally, our experiences and things like right. that deter that, for sure. Yeah. And it changes yeah. that perception. But yeah. We're naturally happy people. We, we want to mingle. We want to talk. Um, so when you become you're a, happy, a happy person and you become intrigued by someone else's um, location or where they're from, their stories yes. or their neighborhoods and things like that, um, it's new. And you do create friendships and bonds that are, are long-term and, and they last forever. And they do become your strongest relationships because that's your really, that's your really only sense of freedom at that point. You're really choosing
1: yeah.
0: your friends. Now, Trish, let me ask you,
2: talking about networking,
0: do you have anyone that that you were in school with that you can call on to this day and, and you know they'd be there with you and for you?
2: Listen, man, I got all my I, – I got teammates. I got people I went to college with. I, I, that's something I've been – networking is something that I did a, I wish I did a lot for. <clears throat> Um, I cross paths with a lot of people, a lot of people, and – I didn't always connect with them like I should have. Uh-huh.
0: Um,
2: but that's something I've really focused on in the last three or four years, something i really, really focused on, something I really, really take pride in. Um, I communicate with my teammates often now. I give them a call, hey, let's call and check on you. Um, something that my son and I have been – we just started this past summer. I've been taking him on college tours down the mm-hmm. East Coast. Okay. So we went down the entire East Coast, and we went ended up in Valdosta. Um, and we stayed there for about four or five days, but we went down the entire east coast and just stopped at colleges, different colleges, just to walk on the campus. Then then go into buildings or anything, just kinda step of stopped on campuses just to just to so form to see it.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah,
2: um right. I think exposure is the to to intriguing people about the okay. um about college. Because college isn't for everyone. Don't okay. get me wrong. Right. It's not. Right. Um right. But how it do is you a know, how do you know that unless yeah. you try it? I know I didn't know if I liked pizza until I had a slice of pizza. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like you just like yeah. you, you don't know if you like it until you try it. People are all college, college for me. College, you don't know that until you try it.
1: Right.
2: It may not be because college is nothing like high school. Like yeah. the opposite of you, Jamie. I didn't. I just did the barrier minimum in high school. I'm like, I'm just going. I'm just doing <laughs> enough. To do, you know what I mean? I'm just going to do enough to say When I went to college, made the Dean's list, and I started. I'm like, Yo, this is much easier. Gotcha. But it wasn't. The, it wasn't that the work was easy. Uh-huh. It was that I was just locked in. I was focused. I was able yeah. to. Um, I was a little more mature. I yeah. was able to take things a little more serious. Um, yeah. And then I ended up having a son at 20, and. At that moment, that changed everything for me. A lot of things for me. But, Vert, I know for a fact you still talk to a couple people
0: from from undergrad, man. You know, just talking about networking, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's... I have, you know, those those sort of friendships that were sort of forged at Cooktown and and the other schools that I used to run to. Man... And, you know, and I can call, you know, today to, you know, for anything, uh, you know, just to talk or, you know, get some advice. Yeah. yeah if I need money, anything, you know. Let me tell y'all something that's, that's dope. I don't mean to cut
0: you off, but I know you probably won't tell. You probably don't even remember this story. But I went down to Miami for a, a quick minute to work. And um, I didn't know nobody in my in Miami except for my my, my old boss. I hit Vert up and said, "Yo, I'm 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 gonna be in Miami for a couple months." He made a phone call to to Wu. Remember you called Wu? Mm-hmm. Wu opened his door to me, man, and and you know talk about not burning bridges. I met I met Ray Gardner. You know you know rest, rest in peace um, to Wu. I met him at at, at um, Millersville University, which is probably about forty forty five minutes away. Just on one of one of my college one of my college hops with with Vert and um. Wu was a whole different person, man. You know, he he married now with with children, but had his door wide open to me, and and we just had a good time, man. Just reminiscing on, on some some old days, you know, sharing stories about Vert. But it's things like that that you never know who's going to be able to help you in your your most times of need. Versus, and it it, it could have been the exact opposite if if I wasn't. That that type of person that will be have my door open to other people and 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 vice versa. If I would have yeah, if I would have snubbed him back in the day, it could have been easy. well you know forgive Jamie Ray. Yeah, you
1: know yeah. What I mean? right. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think part of it too. I mean, part of it too is not only the network that you create, then the network that the folks that you're close with that you can rely on their network as exactly. well. Exactly, and that's and that's all that was because. You know, and Jamie and I have had you know a, a great relationship over the years, and and you know whether you know I'm looking out for him or he's looking out for me because I remember uh, I had my apartment in downtown. This dude bought me a couch uh, <laughs> from the Goodwill or somewhere. He just showed up to the crib with a couch, and I was like, "All right, let's phew. get it." But you know, but but you know, and I'm like humble enough, like. You know, I ain't say, man, f this couch, and this from the goodwill. I'm like, shit, this it, gonna serve its purpose, and that couch, you know, served its purpose. So I was just, for, you know, grateful. And then when I was in grad school, sometimes I was, you know, after I graduated, would come back to Kiss Town. I'd stay on this couch or or whatever. It's just like, yo, man, whatever I got, you got, yep. and uh, and that's that's how you rolled. And then and then I can sort of vouch like, hey, my friend uh needs a favor look out for him and they were like vert you say it's good it's good yeah it's really so cool. I, like i said i just try not to you know burn bridges myself because i know and i might not need the favor but someone that i know and care about <laughs> might need it so i just try to extend it try to be nice and just try to be uh hospitable or 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 those types of things and not you know you know shit on folks yeah, so. so that's, that's- yeah
2: yeah, absolutely.
1: That's that's being
2: a good just being a good person goes a long way. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. And, and, and appreciating people and what they bring, you know, it goes a long way. It really does. Now let me ask
0: y'all a question because we all had a phenomenal college experience. What do you think it looks like for the freshmen coming in this year with with all this stuff going on? Y'all know we are not operating under normal normal times, and and. I don't even know if there is such a thing as a uh, uh, normal anymore. What, what do um, you think that looks like?
2: Where you want to go? Or you want me to? I, I can start. No, you um, go, man. So, you go. I think it's going to be very challenging. Um, maybe for the incoming freshmen, maybe not as much because they really have no points of reference outside of high school. Yeah. Some kids, some may, you know, they may have, they may have, have dual enrollment. But that's still not the same of actually being on a physical campus, twenty four seven, and taking all your all your courses there. Um, so I think it is going to be challenging for the fresh. I mean, not as much for the freshmen, but for the returning uh, people that come on that have that point of, point of reference. Um, I think that it will be challenging from the academic piece for those that need to be in class and ask class uh, ask questions and you know need to speak with the professor for a couple minutes after after class or whatever it yeah. may be um and the socialization piece is very important um, like you said we all just shared our experiences our freshman year in college and look we're we're, we're on a podcast right now with vert And but, with, with you. you know but, so it's like uh the, Chris, I, I'm, so that, I'm a... that freshman year is very very important that, very. That, your first year on that campus is very important. Very. Um, you're. That's when you kind of build those – you start to build those friendships. And, you know, four mm. years down when you graduate, you have four years invested with your friends at this point. And I think it leads to, to long-term relationships in the long run. But that is going to be very, very challenging for people that return. I don't think it's much for those – without that point of reference already. Chris, I got
0: to tell you, man, I, I, I don't know if I agree with you on that one, my brother. I think mm-hmm. the freshmen are going to have a difficult time. One of the things that we all have in common, you, me, and, and, and the good doctor, is that we're, we're extroverts. You know, yeah. So if, if we need help, you, you, never have a, a, you never have to worry about whether we're going to ask for it.
1: You yeah, know,
0: what about those people that aren't? You know, and I and I give you a good example. My 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 oldest son, I love him dearly, but he has that 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 mentality that I had when I was a freshman. That I'm gonna tighten my belt before I ask for help. You know, and I think you know you already know that the most challenging year is your freshman year because you're adapting to a new norm as, as you already know. You know, you're, you're home away from home. You don't got mom and dad telling you what to do, when to do, how to do. You have everything at your beck and call, and you can do whatever the hell you want. You don't have no teachers telling you, nah, you're not going to do this. If you don't come to class, then so motive be. What happens then? they doing it online. Yeah. And, I mean, I've, I've witnessed people. Every, you have everything online. You can Google if you need a, a, a test answer. So yeah. are, are they learning, or, or
1: are they going to you fall know, by the wayside? Right. Well, it's a different type of learning that's taking place, and this whole online newness is, is not that new, because you've had, you know, the Strayers, the, the – um, all these Phoenix, Phoenix online, and all, and all and these schools that, that have existed yeah. prior to this COVID, and, and some people thrive in those types of – environments and others need like tristan said that sort of face to face yeah experience. yeah and there's you know the research is still out on which is is most suitable yeah but one size all may not work and then for these un- in- incoming freshmen uh it may be challenging because they don't know they they only know what they know and they don't know they don't know yeah I mean, they don't know like the types of services that are available even looking at, you know, going through, like, financial aid, it was me being put on by, like, Lloyd Dean or um, Raquel or someone that was an uh, upper class yeah. that you need to go talk to Miss Anita Faust. And Miss Anita Faust sort of pulls you to the side, like, oh, you need to do this, this, that, and third yeah. or you need to go talk to Dr. Amprey or all those other people or, or an E or those other folks who could sort of help you along the mm-hmm. way that I'm not sure these kids will have that experience. Me, personally, I think that if I was a parent, I would probably suggest these kids use this as a as a gap year or do these classes online at a community college uh, because of the amount of money that they can save. But, you know, that's me just being sort of frugal or, or saying, hey, since you're not going on that college uh, campus experience, let's look at this thing another way. Because they, I think that on-campus experience is definitely uh, impactful in your development, not just as a student, but that's when you start to you meet the, those sort of lifelong yeah. plans, but mm-hmm. also gives you an opportunity to become a leader, leadership development, you know, being in the BSU or the student government, all those types of things where you have an opportunity to sort of flourish. And you know, it's, you know, you guys are talking about basketball. That's just going to be sort of different on how these colleges cope or deal with these athletes. You know, do they get another year of those who were in school last
2: nope.
1: year? No, they the, just they they, they already voted on that. They lose it. They, yeah. they no, they get another year. The right? spring,
2: like the kids that are in the spring, will get it, which is like baseball, different sports, like. Really the Caucasian sports, man, to be honest with you. <laughs> right. Basketball, they lose that. football's done. Because like, pretty much their season was already over. The, uh, NCAA tournament, the NCAA tournament did not happen. There was kids that were three points away from the conference all-time record. And they don't have that opportunity to score that three points because of the pandemic. Okay. Um, which is very unfortunate. And I do agree with both of you guys. It is going to be it is going to be challenging from that from that standpoint. And I think my mindset is more from the athlete standpoint because sure. I didn't have those challenges. Sure. When the financial AC, I was like, I get over there, I'll send or one of the coaches to get over there.
0: Yeah. It'll right. be taken care of. Yeah. Let me tell like, you. I never really had yeah. like the
2: books as far as getting books yeah. and things like that. I didn't have I didn't have to worry about getting books like that stuff was already prepared for me. I just had to go pick it up. Um and right. like I said that just goes back to the piece that I said earlier. Um, my days were mapped out for me. Yeah, I just had to be right. mature enough
1: to be where I needed to be. And Christian, I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that back up because sometimes your your day is so mapped yep. out that you they sort of isolate you from other things that's going yep. on. And I'm a, and I'm we gonna go back to that book that I gave you. I, William Roden, who authored that book, was at the City Club downtown. Uh-huh. And I saw Gary, the coach was Gary, um, Who was Gary's last name? Gary somebody. It was a brother. It was a brother who was the, the coach and the AD. Both were black at Cleveland State. And I oh, he's talking about Gary Walters. Walters. And and then the AD, I get his name. I made the assumption that they was going to bring all you guys to that talk. No. And I was like, yo, where are the athletes? No. They need to hear this. But then they said to you, you know what? They don't really want the athletes to have this book. They really don't want – There's some people. I'm not saying Gary didn't – No, no, no. He he had another book that he suggested, but no, he's
2: someone who did not want us to have that book.
1: Right. And then 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 I had to think back when I was at Georgia and that uh, a Super D1 school, they isolated the brothers on the football, football and basketball football from all the athletes from coming to see it, to talking to brothers who were conscious or would want to give them some information. They had everything lined up. They had, you know, their day. They they said they couldn't take certain classes. They need to stay away from the black studies, all that stuff. And I said, because they don't, sometimes you don't want your athletes to learn information because then they can start asking questions. Well, not only that,
2: but what's happening now? When there's too much exposure, right. you start to, like you said, ask questions when you ask right. questions, we demand answers
1: right, and they don't want right. to
2: answer these most of these questions that will arise right like why right. why why are athletes just getting scholarships when they should be being paid, and which like I said, right. that goes back to what I also what I said earlier, we have younger people coming back that are aware that are advocating for. Young athletes now, like if you notice, they just passed They just passed that athletes can get paid off of their name now. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, you right. know How many
2: billboards and stuff we were on, and, and and magazines and things we were in that we didn't get a dollar from.
0: Right, and,
2: and the mindset right. was hey, we're paying for the schooling.
0: Chris, man, I don't know if you needed it, right. man.
2: You had everything mapped out.
0: Now I'm just I'm messing with you.
2: But that's what that's what happens, man. They 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 do that. But I'm I'm just glad to see that these athletes are being paid. You know, for, for their names. That's their name. They should be paid off of their name.
1: Simple. I
2: I agree
0: with that. I agree with and, that. And
2: before, and, and all, another thing is, if you, and this is going to go into something else, so I'm not going to delve any deeper than that, but, like, if you look at other sports like baseball, you can go straight to the major leagues out of high school in baseball. Yeah, true story. And if it doesn't work out, you can go back and play college.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Basketball? You can't. If you hire an agent or anything like that, it's over. Like you forfeit your years in college. Yeah, that's crazy. That's asinine to me. Yeah. Like how? What is? What's the difference? Yeah. Yeah. You know. So that's that's what the people need to continue to advocate for and things like that, and making people aware. But vert to to piggyback on what you were saying, that's the things that they don't want these questions, the things to be questioned. Like why is that happening? That's not happening here. We're not thinking about that. You know. As as not, as minority, you're not. What's the one of the first things you're taught when you're younger? You're taught to survive. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: So what I teach my son now, you got to learn to thrive within your environment, not just survive. Like we're natural survive; we survived hundreds of years. <laughs> right. Like that's not that's not a yeah. question. We're going to survive. How do we thrive? Now?
0: So here's a question for you: What? What do you think that, that freshman year, I mean, do you think the campus the the, the campus experience is going to be a thing of the past?
2: No. Right. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I think that it's going to get a little bit it's going to take a little bit time to get back to the norm. This pandemic needs to go behind. The one thing about us, we have Americans have short-term memory.
1: Yeah, true stories. This,
2: this will be this will be a thing in the past here shortly. Once once, once this city op- once things open up and enough people they get it, they feel like they're immune. It's more of a mental thing. Once people feel comfortable mentally, like I feel like I can be around people yeah. or they just can't take it anymore. Yeah. They're just gonna risk it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And all it takes is one time for them to do it and it doesn't and nothing happens, now it's like I'm cool. Bert, Nothing's gonna happen. I just partyed yeah. with so and so, nothing happened. What's the yeah. difference
0: here? Bert, you were um you, you're in, in Georgia. You your state was one of the first states to, to to reopen. What was that experience like?
1: I mean, it, it, it never really closed. Gotcha. I mean, they had a stay home in order, but a lot of businesses were still open for takeout, the grocery stores, Walmart, a lot of things just still gotcha. open. And so it wasn't um, – and then for me, it's like a mentality because I have a buddy, uh, Joe, um, who's out in yeah. Seattle, and they're like on lockdown. And he's like, what do you mean, you know, you all out and about? I'm like, bro. <laughs> It's just mentality here. Like I think until people get it, you know, get sick or have someone get sick and die from it, or or you know whatever, you know things won't change. But a lot of people like you know people are bouncing back. You know they're you know thinking of some sort of flu, so you know people just on it. And then now like just the economy is the big thing that you know folks want <clears throat> to get people off these. Um, uh um unemployment benefits because they people are making more money staying at home than uh than working so it's that's a whole nother conversation but i think for these kids they will the college be the same i think we're all going to operate differently um as a result of this uh pandemic and it's just a matter of of time you know that it'll, it'll all sort of you know open but it's, it, 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 it exposed a number of things. Absolutely. Um, but, the fact, but, uh, but these, these colleges, they need people in the seats. They need colleges in the dorms. Yeah. In the dorms. Yeah. They need folks in the meal plan, Yeah. Cause that's the, you know, money's being made. I can tell you, you know, and they like. Just, no, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, it's just a huge impact of. Of like if football doesn't happen, like college football doesn't happen, for instance, they're really trying to push it here, you know a number of businesses will yeah. fold so some businesses there's gonna be some casualties yeah. of this pandemic, and some businesses may not uh open back open i mean op reopen as a result because you know the amount of uh of money's being that they can't make um so no, I agree changed. with that and, and you know what initially, I was thinking that.
0: The, the college experience was not going to be the same. You know, I have, a, I have an upcoming freshman and he's, he's very much looking forward to going to school, you know, going to college and, and having that experience. Um, there is, You're, you're, and Trist, you're right. You know, people have short term memory. So they're going, they're going to dip their toe in the water, make sure the water is fine. And, and if they don't see any immediate symptoms, then they're going to go, you know, feet first, head first, and then yeah. dive right in. So oh, I would cool. definitely agree with that. Yep. With, with that said, so sorry, my ahead.
2: thing is, what points of reference does he have right now to say like this is a normal college experience, right? You see, what I'm saying like that's so, going to be the no, no right. matter what, yeah. no matter what the thing, whenever, no matter what happens, the freshmen that come in, yeah, that's going to be the norm for them until something else changes. Yeah, if that makes sense. You're right.
0: You're absolutely like, right. And you know, they, they I know my, my son. And both of my kids, they, they, they live off of yeah. my experiences and, and, and their mom's experiences. So they didn't live through it,
1: but yeah, they sure. can at least they can yeah, draw yeah. their
0: own opinion. Yeah, exactly. So they, they, they have a, imagination. So I'm sure, you know, just like we did when we heard stories in, 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 um, in undergrad and, and, and before, we tried to um, either either relive or, or recreate some type of stuff. So, and I'm telling him that he's going to have his own types of stories because he's living through something far Greater than what I lived through. I mean, when I was an undergrad, our biggest thing was when um, OJ got off. You know what I mean? Or or, or when, when Tyson. Mm-hmm. You know. You know what I mean? Whoa, that, that, that was, was our huge. big <laughs> thing. It, it was huge, but there, it it wasn't life altering like like what oh, he's going through
2: right absolutely. now. Where in,
0: in, in Virginia, we had to you know we had to stay home for a minute. And I mean, similar to what Verse said, the state didn't completely shut down, but Life as we knew it definitely has been altered. Um, with that said, I know we have to wrap this up pretty soon. What advice would you give to an incoming freshman?
2: Um, I, I would say start to prepare now. Um, add a little bit more structure to your life. Um, challenge yourself to get up. Like every day, I still get up every day. I shouldn't say every day. At least five out of seven days, I get up at, I get up at 4.30 <laughs> in the morning still. Literally, uh-huh. I drink. I drink some hot tea. Um, I meditate. I work out, and then I go about my day. I do all, I do. I do more mm-hmm. between four thirty and seven thirty or seven o'clock than most people. Um, because that's my time that I can. I don't have to focus on anything but myself during that time frame. Yeah. Um, like my daughter's up. I right. can't do anything. My my son's thirteen. He's cool. I, he right. he goes to his room and he's gonna do his own thing. But my daughter, once she gets up, it doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. nothing else matters at that mm-hmm. point. She's like, so I get up earlier. So my advice to them was to, to start to prepare themselves right. for either remote remote learning, and that may re- that that require structure. You're going to have to. be...
0: But they're already doing that now, though, Trish. You know, most of the classes are doing, they're doing Zoom. Zoom. Are you saying yes. something different? And I'm
2: going to tell you why. Because that Zoom is optional. Okay. You still need to have that discipline to do it. One of the biggest gripes with this gotcha. right now and, and the pandemic that's going on in the learning during this pandemic, the remote learning, is kids aren't going on there. They're not logging on to the Zoom meetings. And even if it is a Zoom meeting, um, it's not the same. It's not the same. So, like I said, provide, start to build structure within yourself and, and, and start to build discipline now because it's going to take a lot of discipline to be successful um, if it is remote learning. And if it's not, you're still okay. in a position to succeed because these are things that you're going to need to be successful if it's not remote learning. You're going to need discipline. You're going to need structure because that's not all. if you're not an athlete, that's not always okay. provided for you. You get a time frame for your classes, uh, correct? And you can, you know, you can get other things like that. But it's still up to you to get there. There's really no consequence correct. other than bad grades and things like that yeah. if you're not playing sports. If you don't play sports, there's really no consequence till the end of, you know, end of the semester. At that point, like you can go a whole semester yeah. and not do nothing, and you won't find out you did nothing yeah. until December. You know what I mean? So it's like it's right. really hard. You can literally sit. In, you can literally sit on campus for three, or four months and do not one thing, James, And your parents won't know yeah. until December.
0: Bro, I'm living proof. I know.
2: <laughs> I mean, granted, I mean, I'll you know, yeah. no, I, I take that back because yeah. here is, times have changed. Um, You can't go in and check grades. You you can probably go in and check grades. I'm not sure every school provides yeah. that. I'm not sure if you can provide. Okay. Yeah,
1: they have to they have to sign no, it. Fir- so yeah so
2: that can't, I'm not signing it I'm firpa, not signing
1: sorry. my mom and dad yeah. don't need to see my grades I'm cool. Well, you might not because everybody not all people have that luxury to, yes, to make that decision. <laughs> so, like we paying like you, you want you want that car and you want that you yep. know whatever. Sign right here, give me that give me that password. Yeah, the grades. Yep. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. And I, I think you know. Um, you know, what I, I, I concur with what Tristan said. I would say that self care which you mm-hmm. described. You know, that whole have some sort of routine of taking so taking care of yourself yes. physically, yes mentally, emotionally and then not being afraid to, yes. you know, seek the resources. And then as a the topic of this topic, the topic networking. of yeah Networking. Absolutely. So network yes. those folks. Utilize those services that are on campuses. Uh or wherever you're going because they're yep. there for you and not yep. be afraid and be and be mm, able mm, to mm. receive it because like you know go go back to that 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 discussion with Tristan and I had back in Cleveland State you know when he I I, I invited Tristan to come to my office us right did he show up no i ain't take it personal uh-huh. but i i extended the invitation come this right and you know when he I, I was like he's going with me and that he's going, <laughs> he's going. i'm like Hey, I got, I oh man! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but you know, if, you know, but you know, God works it, mysteriously that He brought us yep. back together for Him to, you know, show Yo, up I to told, it's so, like, so
2: crazy. I hey, told Jamie that you? story. I, so I was the dean. I don't know if you know. I was actually a dean of students. Yeah, yeah, you was dean of students. Yeah,
1: so the school Harris. was on lockdown and and you like, I got a phone call.
2: Yeah. I got a radio like, hey, we got a we got a student on rate down in the hallway, boom, boom, boom. You mind stopping down there? So I go down there and I saw you in there And I'm like, yo, he looks like just like this dude I've met over in Christmas State,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's like,
2: so that's why I, I double back in yeah. and like, yo, he looks just like you. Yeah. Because I tell you all the time, I I struggle with names, but I never forget a face. I will never forget a face. Yeah. I don't care for right. twenty years, I will know a face right. when I see it. Like, it's just something I'm a visual learner. I will not yeah. look at a face. So I'm like, he looks just like this. He's yeah. like, either he has a twin or this is the dude. That's why I came over. I know it was kind of yeah. awkward, but
1: you're like, yo, what's
2: up? But I was like, yo, that's that. it's so crazy how small the world is, man. Small world, <laughs> man. Small,
1: small world. world. Right. right. It's Small world, well, you know, sometimes realize the impact of, of a small gesture of, you know, you're giving someone a book and then you went on and tell these students that, you know, about, you know, your first time completing the book. And 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 I was like, man, you know, you know, for me, I was, I'm just trying to look out. You know, James is a man. He said, look out for his nephew. So I'm like, I'll do that. And, and I was like, he's an athlete. So then I try to, how my mind works, like, how do I connect people with things they may need? So I try to, you know, build those sort of bridges. Yeah, so he's yeah. an athlete, he might need to check this out. Or he's into this, he might want to check this out. So I'm always trying to, you know, uh, plug and connect and, and and build those relationships to other things. Like now with this whole mental health piece, that we'll, you know, talk to talk to each other about another time. That's but, another but, but, but,
2: but to, So, but uh,
1: that, so that, yeah, we're going to delve yeah. deeper
2: into that another time. But to piggyback on what you're saying, this is a very very yeah. very, very very dark time for those that are struggling with mental health. Yeah, as well.
1: Yep. Right. You know, and so oh,
2: yeah. me personally, I think a key to a very right. long life is mental health. So that would also be advice to these incoming freshmen. Take care of your mental. Right. Find time for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 If, even if it's only 15, 20 yep. minutes, right. and 30 minutes a day, find time for yourself because it's going to be very important that you are right mentally or you're going to struggle across the board, yep. everyday life, right. academics. Right. Socialization. Right. You're gonna struggle with a lot of things because your mentor is connected to a lot. That's the most powerful muscle in the body.
0: Yep. So I I would give a little bit more advice on that. I mean, you know, I, I, I agree with both of you all. I would tell I, I would like to tell the freshman that the person that you are going into school as will not be the same person that you come out as. You know. Um right. I think the Biggest part of your learning is going to come within okay. your first two years. You know, and it's not just like a, a, a physical growth. It's a mental growth. It's, it's an emotional growth. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid, don't be afraid to back out and, and, and redirect. The worst thing that you can do is, is, is stop. You know, be curious. Stay active and, and, and networked. You know, we live in a world where everything is connected socially. So it's okay to, to, to reach out to someone else that that may not have the same interests, but they may have something they, that they can add yeah, to value to you, you know, so so network, get to know other people, and, and find out what's what you really enjoy, because it will help absolutely. you out in the long run Fantastic, I think this was epic tonight, guys what yeah, Absolutely,
2: think? I think, I think it would get better, yeah. man I think the topic good. become
1: yeah.
2: a, a little more intense, a little bit better too as well, um, I think it was a great topic today too, man, but like I said, there's it, so many topics we can cover, man. I'm excited.
0: And look, we're, we're going to try to get to get to as yeah, many I mean, as I'm possible,
2: excited, my man. brother. It was a talk, man. I, I think I, I think it's good, yeah. especially to hear and learn from you guys and hear your experience in the path that you guys took. Like I said, that that's going to be that can be very influential in me and right. my future direction. You know, right.
0: Oh, yeah. Do you guys have anything anything coming up in, in, in your personal or, or, or professional careers if you'd like to share with, with everyone?
1: Oh, me, personally, I'm just getting ready. We have the, um, uh, a virtual conference in July uh, to teach your heart out. So it was supposed to initially be out in uh, California, but you know, all this shut in place, so we're preparing for that. And then me, personally, um, uh, just trying to continue to learn different things, uh, trying to pick up this uh, uh, license in Georgia to do uh, counseling, also to do some telehealth stuff, doing more consultant work with um, schools of education, and inter- interweaving mental health into uh, teacher okay. uh, preparation. Yeah, bro,
2: I want to I talk to you so more about that's that's that, it, that's that's I definitely do. Like you said, that's right That's right up my eye. Yeah, man. yeah, Definitely. That's everything I'm trying to do now in Stilton. Just in, matter of fact, not even just in Stilton, but
0: essentially PA area, period. Man, look at this. These brothers are, 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 they know each other very well, and they're still networking and still connecting, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing.
1: Um,
0: I want to thank you all for tuning in. Um, I'm Jay Ray. I got the good Dr. Vert with me, Doreen White, and Tristan Crawford. Tune in next week for some more fire, some more heat.